Good morning on Wednesday the 20th. We had a grinded out day yesterday. It came down to the final game. Win it and we're slightly up. Lose it we're slightly down. Very fractional in both cases. We lost it in an overtime shootout. So about as close as it can get. On the other side of the coin, we had the parlay feature where we play a two-leg and a three-leg parlay with the two-leg being twice the size of the bet, the bet size, dollar amount as a three-leg. The two-leg won and the three-leg lost. And oddly enough, the two-leg had actually better odd, more of an underdog play than the three-leg because we were taking more favorites than the three-leg. So that was a, a winner on that uh, parlay feature. So let's go on to today's action. And we'll start with the NBA <clears throat> where we had we have Brooklyn. I'm going to take them first half plus two. First half only. I think... That's their best bet here. Brooklyn may win the game. They may win the first half outright, but we'll take the first, the two points. Boston's best chance, and as I don't think is the early part of the game, I think if it, if it's a Boston win or a Boston cover, I think it's the full game to get there. Uh, that doesn't mean this is going to win. Again, not everything I say wins. Otherwise, um, wow, you know. Who could do that, right? Crystal ball. The crystal ball does not allow you to do that. All right, so the crystal ball today moves over to hockey. We'll take Edmonton and Dallas. There's four games, but I have three bets here. Now, as I mentioned before, I don't like laying a lot of juice with Edmonton because they're a little bit inconsistent, mainly because of their goaltending. That goaltending has been lights out, two shutouts in a row, both by Mike Smith. Um. Edmonton has not had the greatest record this year when they've had uh, more than two days rest, which they have today. Uh, it's not statistically relevant, but it's something to mention. Uh, <clears throat> Edmonton, the reason why I don't typically like Lane Juice is because for the most of the season, they've fallen behind and then come back to win. That has not been the case recently. Obviously, with two straight shutouts, you were never behind. Uh, still want to kind of stay with that mode even though there's not much juice involved here and Edmonton's at home, they certainly should win. That would be the play. You should play Edmonton if you don't have any other options on your sports book. But Edmonton paired up with over 4.5 at minus 105 is absolutely the play. So that's the official one. We move on to Chicago and Arizona. The play here is an old-school play on the total. We'll take under 6.5. Then we move on to Seattle and Colorado. Now, Colorado is a huge favorite, and they should clearly win. They just came off a huge winning streak and lost their last game. Sometimes that leads to a second loss as they reconfigure themselves. But and it is on the road here, but against Seattle, that shouldn't be the case. And they need to win these games to make sure they have the best record and the President's Trophy at the end of the season, not the Stanley Cup. Well, they're certainly a Stanley Cup favorite. Actually, uh, if they met Florida, they would beat Florida because Florida has no goaltending. But uh, anyway, Colorado paired up with under 7.5 is to play because I can't play pay minus 300 and more. And I don't for sure like the uh, puck line here. So I want to be able to go all the way to overtime if necessary as long as we're under 7.5. So in other words, 4-3 to three would be a scenario there. But on the other hand, they might win 5-2. to two. So let's do that. Yes, there's risk here. It might go over 7.5, but it's less risky to pay minus 115 than it is to try to pay minus 300 and hope that Colorado doesn't have a letdown game again. Okay, so that's the play there. Now, and I'll get into the parlays in a second here. I've got them listed on this sheet here. 
Um, we'll go to Major League Baseball. Now, these are there's a lot of bets, a lot of action here, but they're going to be smaller size bets. I'm not trying to just shotgun the board here. Throw a bunch of darts. Some days I have a lot of action. This is one of them. All right, so going in baseball, we're going to take Milwaukee paired up with over 5.5 at minus 115. Obviously, you know the reason there is to avoid the minus 248 to 250 juice on Milwaukee. You really can't. You shouldn't really play, pay that much. Rarely, rarely in baseball. And I have never on this podcast recommended that kind of juice. So it would have been theoretically a puck line play last year. But early in the season, I don't like puck lines that much. Uh, you're... You're really feeling yourself. You're finding your team. So, okay. So, anyway, minus 115, Milwaukee over five and a half. Again, the risk here is that it's a low-scoring game. The line's at eight, so you just need six. So, it's the best play on the board for that game. Best way to play that game. Now, we go to the Dodgers in Atlanta. This is simply an old-school play. We're take the Dodgers money line, minus 125. That's just the only way to play that game. And then we go to Colorado and Philly. This way, we're going to go all kinds of crazy on this one, if you will. Colorado is only a minus 105 favorite to win the game. That's not a bad bet. That's the bet you should play if you don't have any other options. Slightly better. Not a lot of juice reasons here. I'm going to get this get this bet here at plus 100, so there's not any real significant difference there. Just a hair to our side. But I'm going to do Colorado plus 2.5 with an under 12.5 parlay at plus 100. So I do have some risk here of Philadelphia losing this, or Philadelphia winning this game is obviously the point here. I've got it at 5.08 to 4.98, just a hair on Colorado. At Colorado minus 105, obviously that had been the play, but I didn't find that to be valuable enough to play. That's too tight of a game. Colorado plus two and a half, taking the home team plus two and a half is obviously a great option, but you pay too much on its on its own. So now we're going to do the under 12 and a half. Now, why under? Uh, well, obviously, I've mentioned that my total here, 4.98, 5.08, just a hair over 10, 10.06. The line started 11 and a half, now 11. So the line is moving down. The money is coming down. And we've already bought a better number. So that's the play there. Next, Oakland. By the way, those three games are half of a unit each. All of a half unit each. So nothing huge on those. Oakland and Baltimore, we're going to get a half unit down, but it's going to be two quarter unit bets. Now, again, Oakland's another team. They're well overplaying. I've mentioned this several times now. Now I'm 3-1 on Oakland bets. I lost yesterday. Oakland won. But I needed I mixed it up with an over four and a half, and they only scored three. It was two to one. So there's an example of I just would have put the juice on Oakland. I would have taken the win, and we'd go home with the win. Uh, that's not really wise to put any juice on Oakland. As I've said, this is a team that sold off everybody and their families for the season to rebuild for the future because they don't they can't afford payroll. Their bill their owner's a billionaire. Multi-billionaire, Levi Strauss and company, I believe this is money, if I remember correctly. But uh, that doesn't necessarily correlate. He runs this as a business, and the business needs to make money. Can't can't argue with that. 
you have to respect that. Each It's not just a toy for them. It's a business opportunity. Uh, of course, the franchise has multiplied in value fivefold since he bought it, but that's another side. That's another story. Okay, so Colorado, or Oakland, and, Oakland and Baltimore. The point being, I don't want to pay juice. I do have Oakland winning this pretty easily with a little bit under nine runs as the score, but, but, obviously with yesterday's low scoring and the fact that Baltimore is a terrible team, you can't really risk necessarily everything on going over. So we'll do Oakland and over four and a half at plus 105, and we'll do Oakland and under 12 and a half at plus 105. Both bets plus money. We can middle this really easily. Anything between five and 12, you win both bets, but on the offshoot that you know, Oakland is the highest scoring team in baseball right now. They're about third on per game after yesterday's two go, two two runs. They've played more games than anybody that's close to them in the uh, runs. Therefore, total runs, number one, and average per game, number three. So maybe they blow it up here today. So over four and a half covers that, but I don't think so. It should be under. So under 12 and a half covers that. Worst case scenario here, you actually... Well, okay, let's clarify this. If Oakland wins the game, you cannot lose money on this because you're plus 105 on both of these bets. The risk is that Oakland loses the game, but then your other risk would be just taking Oakland at minus 125, minus 130, and that's obviously bigger risk. So this is a smarter play if you like Oakland to win. If you think Oakland's falling apart, then ignore this bet. And by the way, Oakland will fall apart soon. They're leading their division. They, they should be in last place. They don't have anybody left on their team. This is smoke and mirrors right now. But sometimes you uh, sometimes the smoke is where it's at. All right, moving on to Houston and L.A. Angels. We're going to do a quarter of a unit on Houston plus 115 because I'm going to get more on Houston right next to this, but otherwise it would be a slightly larger bet. There's your dog play. It's Houston plus 115. But a slightly better bet is Houston plus 2.5. Paired up with over five and a half at minus one ten. So this one you're paying a little juice, minus one ten. If you know it's about as standard juice as you can get, and now you can lose the game by two, provided there's at least six runs. So a four to two victory by the Angels gives you the money in this bet here, and this is a half unit. So if we lose the game, we can still win the money on this on the total game, the total bet of the two bets. All right, moving on, Yankees and Detroit. Simple bet. We're going to take the Yankees and over five and a half at plus money. You know my logic here is I'm not paying minus 185 on the Yankees on the road. Now, Eduardo Rodriguez is used to getting beat up by the Yankees when he was playing with the Red Sox, and now he's with Detroit. Same division, different team. It's going to be similar results. I think Yankees will win. I'm not willing to risk the minus 185, so... As long as there's six runs in this game, the line's only seven and a half, so this is by no means a lock. As long as there's six runs in the game, we win, and we actually win more money because it's at plus 110. And we're negating any risk at the minus 185 range. We're adding risk at the total, though. Keep that in mind. That's a half of a unit. Then we'll take Washington and Arizona. I've got two quarter unit plays here. And this is slightly different how I'm doing it. I'm not, I'm not straddling it with one on, under and one over. I'm doing the same game parlays. I'm doing Washington to win and over four and a half at plus 100. 
I'm doing Washington winning over seven and a half at plus 205. So there's your real dog play of the day. So again, I'm not straddling it, not hedging it with an over and an under. I'm going all, all in on the over. I'm giving myself some security that gets to at least five. By the way, I have Washington at five. I have Washington at 4.91, Arizona at 4.47. You're getting closer to 10 here. You know, like round down, I guess you'd call it a nine if you're rounding down. Uh, so a nine-run game when the line is at eight. I do think Washington's at five. I'm going to take Washington, as I said, over four and a half for the security and then slightly risky. But if it gets to eight, we're in. Money, by the way, though, the money's coming down, eight and a half down to eight. So the money disagrees with me on an over, but all I need is eight and it's plus 205. And if I get five, then we're going to be even because if we lose a quarter unit on the over seven and a half and win a quarter unit on the over four and a half at plus 100 and plus 205, you're dead even. No money won, no money lost. And of course, if you get to eight, then you're cleaning up because then you get the plus 205. So you're actually winning over three quarters of unit on the game and you're only risking a half unit if you get a reasonable scoring game. And yes, I would actually go against the money and I would take the over eight if you have to play a total, which you don't have to do. And I am not playing that because I've got total money at risk, as I just uh, relayed. I move on to Tampa Bay and the Chicago Cubs. Cubs at home. I got to take Tampa Bay, but I'm going to do it in a, um, I guess, mamby pamby kind of way, if you will. I'm going to take Tampa Bay plus two and a half, and I'll take over seven and a half at minus 105. So, yeah, I'm not willing to take Tampa Bay outright at minus 115. But I sure feel pretty comfortable that they should cover it within two and over, over seven and a half, meaning a five to three. Cubs win is still money for us with Tampa Bay. And obviously, if Tampa Bay goes ahead and wins this thing, well, no harm, no foul. The risk, of course, is there's no there's no uh, free lunch in baseball or sports betting in general. The uh, risk is that we don't get the total, though. We need seven and a half. The line's at nine. This isn't Chicago. I believe the yeah, my recollection was the money was the wind was going out uh, that became less of a play due to the kind of dreary weather and it's not it's uh, going out uh, left of left and center that is an ideal situation to go out in um, in Chicago but 47 degrees yeah, wind 12 and a half miles an hour. That wasn't a huge, huge factor in it, but yes, it is going out. So I am looking for that over there. Okay, now we move on to the final game and then we'll get to the parlays. I've got Seattle here at home versus Texas. Texas shouldn't be quite as bad as they are. They've actually spent a lot of money, a lot of money. And that's actually not abnormal for Texas to spend a lot of money and do it the wrong way. Um, the best contract they ever did was 20-some years ago when they paid a ton of money for A-Rod from Seattle to Texas. But then he got his fame really in New York. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, going to cobble up a few bets here. We're going to take Seattle and over four and one half at minus 105. 
for a quarter of a unit. By the way, that Tampa Bay game was a half unit. And if I didn't say so, Washington games were a quarter. Yeah, they said that. They were a quarter unit each, meaning the other one was a double that if you went to 205. Okay, Seattle, Texas. Seattle over four and a half, minus 105 for a quarter unit. And then the other quarter unit, Seattle plus one and a half, and over six and a half at plus 120. The line on this game is Seattle minus 149. The total has moved from eight down to seven and a half. So people are thinking money is thinking under. We're still good if it goes to seven. If it's under seven and a half, we're still good at seven. And you're getting plus 120 there. And again, the security blanket, if you will, is the over four and a half. So Seattle over four and a half, Seattle plus one and a half and over six and a half. So what I'm looking at there is potentially a Texas four to three sneaky win on the road in Seattle. And that still gives us the money at plus 120. We would then lose a Seattle to win and over four and a half. But at the plus 120, we end up making money on the game. Okay, so recap of baseball real quick. Milwaukee and over five and a half. Dodgers straight up. Colorado plus two and a half under 12 and a half. Oakland over four and a half and Oakland under 12 and a half. Houston straight up. Houston plus two and a half and over five and a half. Yankees and over five and a half. Washington over four and a half and Washington over seven and a half. Tampa Bay plus two and a half and over seven and a half. Seattle and over four and a half. Seattle plus one and a half over six and a half. Moving on to the parlay future. Going to do a three sport parlay. The first leg, obviously, the first one is not. It's a two team parlay. It is Colorado in hockey and the Milwaukee. Um, Brewers in baseball at plus 110. Brewers and Avalanche cross-sport parlay plus 110. For the three-legger, the three-team parlay, we're going to do three different sports, and we're going to stay in the city of Milwaukee twice. So we're going to go with the Avalanche again in hockey. That's the most clear-cut winner on the board in hockey. Then we'll go with the Milwaukee Brewers in baseball as the most clear-cut winner in baseball. And we're going to take the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA, who are big favorites. And uh, that's plus 117 on that is all. Now, I want to clarify here. You could take Colorado Avalanche and Milwaukee Brewers full game money lines, but you're actually going to pay a hair of juice on that because the uh, they're pretty big favorites. I prefer not to do that. So what I've done to get plus money is I've taken Colorado Avalanche in regulation time. It cannot go to overtime or we lose. Therefore, if you want to be the extra safe and take the full game money line, I can't fault you with that. I would rather not pay juice on a two-team parlay. I just would rather not do that as a, as a matter of principle. Colorado regulation in Milwaukee, plus money, and then Colorado full game, this time full game, Milwaukee full game, and Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, on money line, they're like a minus five fifty favorites. You're you're just adding enough to get that uh, Colorado game from regulation into full game and still get just a hair, seven points more on the underdog pricing. That's it. Best of luck.